Welcome to ChanCap. I'm your host, Max Chan, and this is a weekly segment where I recap this past week's episode by providing my own thoughts and insights on key ideas that were discussed. And in this past week's episode, I discussed building a personal brand that services people worldwide with Dr. Michael Ho. The first point I want to bring up is when Dr. Ho was talking about choosing the right name for his company, and he ended up deciding to use his own name, Dr. Ho, to create his brand of healthcare products. And the reason why he went this route is that he wanted to build trust with his target customers. So his belief is that by putting his own name behind something, people are more receptive in trying out his product. Because if you feel so strongly about something that you will put your name behind it, people are more likely to buy from you. For me, when I was launching my business in May of 2020 and focusing on LinkedIn and building content and growing my personal brand in that platform, I also had difficulty coming up with a name. I ended up going with the branding game plan. And the reason why I chose that name is I wanted to help professionals strategize on their personal brand whether it's via resume or LinkedIn profile optimization to help them land their next opportunity. The problem with this is that the name didn't resonate with a lot of people. When they think of branding game plan or branding, they think of marketing and they think of businesses. So I was not getting a lot of traction from a lead perspective with that name. Granted, I also was starting with no client base. So I knew that I wasn't gonna get a lot of leads anyway, but a lot of the leads I did get were not qualified in terms of them wanting my service. A fair amount of them were asking to help them grow their personal brand from a business perspective, and it was a hard sell. Now that's not to say that I didn't get any clients that I was targeting. I did get about a client per month in the first four months where they were willing to hire me to write their resume, cover letter, and optimize their LinkedIn profile. So through the test of using the branding game plan as my company name and the lack of traction, I knew that I had to switch the name to something else. And that's where I decided to double down on my personal brand by using my last name and spin it in a fun way that would resonate with people. And that's where Chan with a plan was born. So obviously Chan is my last name and plan rhymes with Chan. And what do job seekers need that I can help with? A plan, a job search plan. So that's how I was able to tie my personal brand in a unique way with my business name. And everybody that I've connected with loved the name. And that's also when I started to get way more client acquisition than when it was the branding game plan. I'm now at the stage where I got rid of my personal branding component completely and made it very easy for people to understand what I do, which is a career coach that writes resumes, cover letters, optimizes professionals' profiles, and help them with networking and interview prep. So my main lesson here, similar to Dr. Ho, is that if you're starting a business and you are a solopreneur to start, use your own name. It doesn't have to be, for example, Max Chan Consulting. You can have a funky way or a fun way to spin your name into a fun brand name that people can connect with. So take your name and try to find some memorable way to make it stand out. The second point that Dr. Ho touched on that really resonated with me is getting the help you need in order to succeed. When I decided that LinkedIn was my social media of choice to build my following and build my brand, I had no idea how to start. The old me would have done it by brute force, which is creating content randomly and hoping that something sticks, or I get better through repetition. 
but it's hard to get good at something if you don't know what's actually good on LinkedIn. So I got the help I need in two ways. I bought a LinkedIn course from an expert at the time had about 50 to 60,000 followers. And that course gave me the foundation that I needed in order to succeed on LinkedIn. Told me how to write a profile that resonated with my target audience, potential clients. Told me how to write content in a way that would engage my target audience. And finally, how to grow my network authentically over time. After a couple months with the course, I took it one step further by hiring a LinkedIn content marketer who's done fairly well on LinkedIn himself. We had a one hour consultation call and he reviewed my content and gave me strategies on how to improve upon it. And through these two resources, I was able to grow my following when I started at about 600 followers in May of 2020 to over 18,000 followers as of this recording. So again, if you try to do everything yourself, you're not gonna get the results you need in order to be successful. Nobody knows every single thing about running and marketing a business. So get someone that can help you that has done it before. So you speed up your learning curve and get the results that you're looking for at a much quicker rate. And the third and final point that Dr. Ho mentioned that I wanna to touch upon is that he stated that in order to be a successful entrepreneur or business owner, you have to have a strong purpose. You gotta ask yourself why you're doing this. And if your main purpose is money, you aren't going to last in the long run. A perfect example of this that I have witnessed myself, at the start of the pandemic, a lot of people got laid off. And people who were on LinkedIn at the time wanted to try their hands on career coaching. And myself included, I also hopped on the career coaching train. Now, I don't know how the other people started and decided to do a career coaching business. But for me, how I started was that I actually volunteered with other professionals in the greater Toronto area that was willing to volunteer a few hours a week helping professionals who got laid off with resume reviews and career advice. So I did that for free for about a month and a couple of them actually came back to me. The ones that I talked to told me that my resume reviews ended up helping them get their next opportunity. So that's when I realized that, hey, maybe I can start a small business and monetize my efforts. Although making money was one of the goals because people who start businesses one of the objectives is to be profitable. However, your main goal should be solving a problem that you're passionate about. And I'm passionate about helping people find their next opportunity. I resonate with a lot of job seekers out there because when I was a recent grad, it took me 11 months to land my first opportunity in marketing through a small digital marketing agency. So if I could help someone land their job quicker than the 11 months I had to endure, that is something that I'm passionate about and helping someone not have to go through a grueling 11 months. Now, the problem with career coaches that started during the pandemic is that they think like, oh, this is LinkedIn. There's tons of job seekers. I should be able to get a small piece of the pie. The problem with that is that they're starting the business to make money, and that's their only goal. They didn't start a business to solve a problem, and that's where the disconnect is. So what happens with a lot of career coaches on LinkedIn or that started on LinkedIn is that they end up dying off. Either they completely leave the career coaching game or they stop being active on the platform as much as they used to when they first started off. I've been posting LinkedIn content every single day since May of 2020. And the people that started with me around the same time, most of them are long gone while I am still posting content consistently. Because my why factor, my internal motivation in helping professionals land their next opportunity was strong enough that I wanted to overcome various challenges. But when your main factor is making money 
any big challenge, you'll get frustrated a lot easier and faster and you end up dropping off, which probably a lot of these career coaches face. They realize that making money with career coaching isn't as easy as it seemed and they ended up quitting and doing something else. So again, to summarize, when you start anything, whether it's a business, a creative project, you have to understand your purpose, your why power. Like, why is this so important that you have to do this? If your why power and motivation is not internally strong enough, you will quit sooner rather than later. So really, truly evaluate why you want to do something. And once you figure that out, realize that there is no get rich quick. You have to build it up slowly and methodically, which also goes back to you have to enjoy the process. If the end goal is to make money, but you don't enjoy the process along the way, you will drop off. So again, know your why, enjoy the process, and everything else will follow. Again, this is Chan Cap. I'm your host, Max Chan. I post full interview episodes every Tuesday on all popular podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform of choice so you don't miss out on next week's episode. And next week's episode, I have Dominic and Wally, a fellow career coach, and we will be discussing how to thrive as a young professional. That's it for me. And I thank you for listening.